that always bothered me, something that he said. And today I was thinking of something and I want to share that with you. It's not really developed because I never thought of it before. So, and I didn't have so much time to think about it. So together we're thinking about it right now. Meshachokma says, he brings down a bunch of chazals that's mazbir and brings out the tremendous mila of learning Torah by night. Moshal says in Chazal, Kol Oisik ba Torah balayla shechina kenegdoi. Shenema kumi roini balayla. He brings a bunch of Chazals of this nature about learning Torah at night. And then the Meshachokma comes and he says, Meshachokma de Kibshat in the Chazal. For those that are familiar with Meshachokma. Says the Meshachachma like this. Oydei Shloima, da kavona shalimut balayla, who shaloimit beesa oifel, loy lechoved rak beseser. What's the mile of limiter balayla? It doesn't mean necessarily the physical nighttime, but rather it means in a hidden way. Loy lechoved. You're not learning for any ulterior motive, not for any kavod. Betzina, beisadachak, v'haloymen almanasli ischabed. If somebody learns Torah, almanasli ischabed. The people should respect him, recognize him. It's a way that he could express his uniqueness in life. Every person wants to make it in life. He wants to be a somebody. He wants to stand out. What does his name mean? What does his name represent? So if he works hard in learning and he develops his skills in learning and he's he has what to say, he can put out a safer and people can say, oh, this is the guy. This is, this is who he is. If he learns with such an intention in mind, that's not what to find a career in life, you know? Become a rabbi. It's a way for himself to be successful in life. He make a, make a life for himself. That's no good. Oi lahashlim es nafshay. Another ulterior motive, which is not correct, is lahashlim es nafshay, to become a better person, to grow. And that he says is kizareya. He's coming to explain a chazal that it says on the pasuk, those that plant with tears, the planter, the, 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 the farmer, it's very painful for him the entire season. And over there, the, the whole planting season is with tears. And when he finally harvests at the end and he makes the money at the end, that's when he's happy. So if you learn Torah with an ulterior motive, even if the ulterior motive is to become a Tamachacham, even if the ulterior motive is to become a greater person. So the learning itself is not enjoyable. That's Zora'im Biddima'ah. Because you're not going to be happy until the outcome comes. So, But if you learn Torah Balayla, that means the learning itself, the ASIC of the learning itself is the Tachlis, so then your learning is enjoyable because every single moment you do what you have to do.
this specific person always calls me a middle of shirt. Okay? So then, then this is, that's when it's Berina. That's when your learning is enjoyable. If you're learning only to come out at the end of the sugir, so then you're confused and it's difficult and you're going crazy until the, until the sugir comes out at the end. And then you're only happy if you came out at the end. But that's not the way learning is supposed to be. Learning has to be enjoyable. The Asa Kalimut itself has to be enjoyable. And that's the shtickle title over here. It goes on with that, but that's the idea. So it bothered me a little bit. This line that the Meshachachma says that it's not the correct approach to learning, even if you're learning Lahashlimus Nafshai. Now that bothers me because it seems not to fit with all the fundamentals of what Torah itself is. Torah was designed to change it. That was, the Torah Mitzvah was designed for that purpose. That's what we say, Lamashal, a different Meshachach, a beautiful Meshachach, I was telling over the boys last week, where the Meshachach says, a taich in Chazal, that Chazal says that you have to love Hashem. You need to love Hashem. How do you love Him? Through the study of Torah, that's how you can reach Avas Hashem. And the Meshach explains that Chazal. And he says there's two types of love. There's a person who loves somebody only because he receives from that person. For example, if you have a poor person, he receives from the wealthy person, tzedakah. So he may love the wealthy person because he's receiving. So technically, he really loves himself. He doesn't love that person. Even the rich person is possible that he loves the poor guy because he makes him feel good that he has somebody to support too. So that's also he's loving himself. However, he explains that true love is when there's a compatibility between the two people. That they're attracted to each other because they have the same way of thinking and they, they enjoy doing the same things. That's where the love is, is complete. Meaning usually the love that's not a real love is that they're not equal. There's something different. So one is giving to the other person what the other person is lacking. And the love is based on what I gain. However, true love is when they're compatible with each other. And he explains that a human being in Hashem, in the onset, they have nothing to do with each other. There's no compatibility there. There's no attachment there. The only love that you can have by Hashem is because He gives you. He gives you life. He gives you panasa. He gives you things. So then you're really loving yourself. You're not loving Hashem. So when does a person come to a level of dveikus Hashem, where he can love Hashem and he can attach to himself, he has to develop some form of compatibility. That happens with Torah. Because Torah transforms a person. And it develops his character trait. And it gives him the midot of Hashem, so then there is some compatibility, and that's his attraction to Hashem, and that's why he wants to be Dovak Hashem. I mean, that's the Taichin Chazal, you can't come to Avas Hashem without Torah because it develops you. The whole purpose of life is shleimus. The Ramchal explains that the gather of every mitzvah is to make Mizachach a person and to give him shleimus. 
Different Mashachach we've been working on the last two mornings in the Vads. The, the Ramchal Der Hashem speaks about the uniqueness of Torah, how it develops a human being more than any other thing in the world. And the purpose of life is that you should be a developed human being. The way we were learning today is that we should be nicker. We do business and Goyim do business. We get married and Goyim get married. But the holiness and the change of the human being is that you can tell the difference in the marketplace between the person who's doing business because he has chemdes hamamit and the person who's doing business because he's going at the shame shamayim and he's a developed human being and he has self-control. That's everything. The aside of al is the development of the human being. The Meshachachma says that's why we celebrate on Chagah Shavuot. Kula alma ba'inu l'chem. Everybody's masking, you have to make a party on Shavuot. Because the body is also involved in the celebration. What I got, the body got from the Torah. This is everything. Shleimus HaNefesh is everything. Say, so how can the Meshachachma tell me that if I'm going to learn in order to change and become a greater person, that's already not the Milo of Lima Tayyar Balayla, and therefore it's lacking in the learning. That's what bothered me for about 20 years. Today, I thought of something, so I'll share it with you. There's a similar question, it's not exactly the same question, but there's a similar question that the altar from Kelm is bothered with the story of Elisha. Elisha went off the derech. He was a Talmud from Ramea, and he went off the derech. And the Chazal tell us the story of what happened over there. When Elisha was baby, when he was born by his Brit Milah, the Gidolei Olam came to the bris. And it was a bunch of Gedolim, Tanoim, sitting by a bris, talking and learning. They started in Torah, they went from Nevi'im to Ksuvim to everything. And then the fire, the Eish, the fire of Maimon Sinai came down to this bris mila where the rabbis were learning. And Elisha's father was so inspired by the kavod Torah, the esh Torah, what it means, what learning could do, he says, I want to give my kid to Torah. It says Elisha, since my beginnings, my beginnings were not correct. It wasn't given to Torah for the right reason, l'shmo. So Mamela, the aharit, the end, didn't pan out. So the question is, what's wrong if you see the Kavit HaTayr and the Godless HaTayr and what Torah can do to a human being and how Torah can elevate a human being and that should inspire you to Torah. What's wrong with that? That's the Alta's question. So it's main what I'm asking on this Meshachach. It's not exact, but it's main that question. It's also a tachlis ha'chaim. The tachlis ha'chaim is that a person should bring kavoda. Kavoda Torah ain't kavod el Torah. Ain't kavod el Torah means that you are, show you what a Torah does to a human being. So what's wrong if he gave his kid for that reason? So I once saw a shtickle from rebellion. 
I don't know, I, I'm quoting it because that's where I got the idea from, but it probably has my own little knetzlach here, so I don't want to blame my problems on him. But the, 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 the idea came from that sefer. And Rebellion said, a taich, in this question from the altar from Kel, he brings down from a siporno in the mice of Shimon Levi. When they made a deal with Shechem, and they told them that if you make Brit Milah, then we'll be one with you. So what happened? Shechem goes and makes Brit Milah. When they're all wiped out, they're tired, they're sick, they're weak from the bris, Shimon Levi comes and knocks them all out. You had to do that. You made up a deal. You made up a deal. You told them that if they do bris milah, they accept bris milah. If they do the covenant, you'll, you'll, you'll be good with them. How'd you, how'd you double cross them like that? So says the Siporno, because the heft of a bris is that you are doing what you're doing for the bris itself. They had ulterior motive. They did it so we could do business with them, so we could marry into them. So another the chat is that it was a bris shaloy A bris with ulterior motives is not a bris in the first place. The heft of Chris's bris is no ulterior motives. Just the bris itself. That's the heft. So they didn't do the deal. The deal was that they have to make bris. They have to make a covenant with God by doing bris mila. They didn't do that. By having an ulterior motive, it's not doing a bris It's not doing a bris mechalal. So he says that the taich is Hashem was korek berit with klal Yisrael with Torah. Befrat but he was kairis bris with klal Yisrael. That means learning Torah for no ulterior motive. It's just the Christmas bris in itself. Then you did the covenant of study of Torah. But if there's an alternative, if there's a, you have another motive behind why you're doing what you're doing, then it's not the Christmas bris And therefore, that was the chesarin and the ratios and the starting point of Elisha. That's what he says. So a little bit, that's the word here in the Meshachachma. About a Torah's mashlam the nefesh Not a question. But he's talking about where that's your approach to learning for that outcome and that outcome. That's your motive. Your motive is for that. That's a chesurin when it comes to leaving out Torah. That means in mitzvahs, I don't want to go through the whole nefesh hachayim to be mechalic between this lishma and that lishma, but it has to do with this shmuz that I'm saying here. That when in mitzvahs, the concept of mitzvahs is takel Hashem po'alam. In mitzvahs, you have to have the machshava and the understanding and how it's going to change you. And the more Yitzhugish dealt to that, that's the bigger the mitzvah is. But when it comes to limura Torah, it's the etzem limura Torah and the dveikas ba'ashem and the krisas bris within itself. That's the learning. That's the learning. So even though we're talking about over here deep and high levels, for sure, we're talking about deep and high levels here. But first of all, in general, it's always good to know what the truth is, what we're striving for. And even if the level is above us, 
And it's not a level that we're going to live with today. But it's important to understand what is the ideal and what we're trying to strive for that could take us many, many years for such a thing. But we do also have to take something out which is something relatable on our level. We need to understand that when we are not happy learning, it's because there's certain chashboinus about what is the learning going to help me. For example, if a kid looks at himself, he's sitting in this front of this masechet sukkah, he thought this man was going to be easy, this is sukkah, this is moyind, you know? Okay, good. Now, all of a sudden, there's marshals and there's tazas and bachs and cheshbin and back and forth. And he says, okay, one second, I can learn Mishnah I'm good, you know? Give me the pashim shot, I'll learn Mishnah I'm good. This stuff that they're doing here is either you're going to be a market share one day, so therefore you have to have the goods, Maybe you'll be a giant posek one day, so you'll have to know all the ins and outs of the tazas and the box and the shachs and whatever. We don't have no shach here, but, right? Or, but for me, what does it do for me? For me, I'm going to be a businessman year, two, three years down the line. So, why am I involved in this ASIC, in this hard work? For what? My Yeshlimi calls that. What do I have from that? This is at least Mayan, you know. When we learn Nashim Nezikin, you know how many people think that Nashim Nezikin doesn't make sense the way we learn Yeshivas? How many guys from this room are going to become Magin Shares, huh? Let's say 2%, that's a nice number. 2 3% of the guys come out of here become Magin Shares, that's a nice number. Okay? So now, we're going to learn. And, and in, a, in a style that's useful for 2%, to give it over to the next 2%, to give it over to the next 2%. So it's basically we're learning in a way that's only for a living, which you would do for a living, that will help 2% do their living for the next 2% for them to do their living. Don't explain that to any logical human being, and they will not accept that. It doesn't make sense. Why don't we learn in a way that's practical for all of us? Every man will be a religious Jew, will have a home, kosher home. We should learn basic halachot, whatever you want. Get it clear. That's it. We should learn part of the Seder, maybe, Sharab talking from Chaybis Alabavis. You get what a businessman needs, and let's make something shabbat nefesh. If you find somebody, you see, you're a good educator, you understand the mind of your students and you understand their capabilities, you say, this guy, if he goes into business, he's a failure anyway, and he has a good head, he could be a Tamachachim, he could be a Lamdin. You take your two, three, five percent of your people that have a future in such a career and teach them the way they got to learn, and everybody else, teach them regular. What's with our system over here? We're sitting there, we're fetching on the Rashis, knocking on the Rashis, and the Diak in the Rashis, doesn't he hold like this, doesn't he hold like that? It's not even the girl, look, Lamaisa, we're not even passing like the Taz, so forget about it, what do you want with it? What is that? So for us, 
That means that the learning serves something. It's serving an ulterior motive. It's not because I'm breaking my head to understand the Dvar Hashem. There's no relationship between me and God. There's no covenant. Every single human being, every single Jew, according to his abilities, is chayiv to learn. Call Hatayra Kula with clarity to the best of his ability. Every Jew, every single Jew. Regardless of what you're going to do for a living. Every Jew. And every Jew is chayiv to learn 24-7 to his abilities. I mean, some, we have to learn 24-7. They give somebody Yoyim Now, if I would learn the whole Yoyim Valayla, I would probably end up in a hospital on medication. So it won't be so healthy to do that. So I need eight hours of sleep. I need three Gishmaka meals. I need to do exercise. I need to schmooze a little bit. And then I can do the rest learning. So each one according to his health and his age and his ability has to learn every able moment of his life. That is a requirement of a Jewish person. Why is it that way? The Gemara says that even if you know kol kulu and you want to learn you want to learn something else, the Gemara says find a time that's not the day and it's not the night. But what's the beer adava? If the tachos of learning was to know, so I know. So it's a pshat. The tachos of learning is a relationship, and a relationship is 24-7. When you get married, your relationship is 24-7. Everything is around the family. If I'm working, I'm working to make money for my family. Everything is around the relationship. Torah is the covenant. It is the relationship. And the relationship has to live all the time. And even when I go to work, I'm going to work, I'll pee what I learn in the Torah. The relationship guides everything. That's Torah. It's the relationship. The relationship doesn't have ulterior motives. The relationship is the dveikus and the covenant and the bris, just like a man makes a bris with his wife. His kairis bris. That's the relationship itself. That's what learning is for us. So it doesn't matter what you're going to do for a living. It doesn't really make a difference. Besides for the fact you have to know how to learn anyway, but I'm not going to go into that schmooze. It doesn't, but it's not relevant. The point is when you sit here and you give every ounce of energy and you give your time and you give the best years of your life to the Gemara, then you are telling HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I am in a relationship with you. And that's all that matters. You said something in the Torah, and I want to understand what you said. I can't. And you know something? The minute we learn with that mindset, we'll start to be happy. We'll start to enjoy the learning. That's what the Meshachach was saying. We don't enjoy the learning because I have to make it. I have to do something with it. I got to develop something with it. And of course, there's all kinds of levels. Some people have jealousy. They want to be better than the next guy. I'm not even going there. But I have to do something productive with it. The minute I start approaching learning that I got to do something productive with it, because it's a college course type, then you ain't going to be happy. Forget about it. It's not in the game. 
You're going to be happy when you understand that you are being Dovak Bashem. And I give you a little bit of understanding. It's not such a strong understanding. It's hard stuff. But a muscle to water it down a little bit. If we're having a conversation, let's say I'm giving this speech here, right? So if you're concentrating, I don't know if you are or not, but if you are, that means that right now you're thinking about what I'm thinking. We're thinking about the same thing. So to some degree, we are attached to each other in our minds. Because my thoughts and your thoughts are the same. So you're attached to me in your mind. But even though we're attached in our thinking, you're not downloading my DNA into you while we're thinking. But when we come to Torah, the Ramchal says, When I am dovuk in the Shekhinah, means I'm dovuk in the thinking and the Ratzon of Hashem, I'm attached to him. And when I'm attached to him, the godliness of the Torah is being downloaded into me. But in the Dvekis itself. Not the motive, but in it. In the Dvekis itself, that's what happens. Not the motive that I'm only doing it because I want to become a better person or a higher person. or That's not the motive. The motive is I am attached and I'm in the relationship with Hashem. This is something that we have to think about, each one according to his level, on a practical way. Obviously, we spoke on a very high level with this Meshachachma, but in a practical way, in a level that's for you, that you and me and every person in this room has to start appreciating what it means to toil on the Rashi, what it means to toil on the Tosafot, the toil itself. The kumi, roini, balayla, to learn the Torah for no other reason than learning the Torah. And then we will start to be happy and excited in what we're actually learning over here. Stop it.